0: Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Baller Bio Podcast, hosted by yours truly, me, Nathan. Today we're going to be taking a look at the past, present, and potential future of a great player by the name of C.J. McCollum. C.J. played high school basketball for the Golden Eagles at Glen Oak High School in his native city of Canton, Ohio, another great Ohionian. As a freshman in 2005, he was considerably undersized, standing at only five foot two. That's, that's like short, short, shorter than Muggsy Bogues. Despite his stature, CJ played varsity as a freshman for the Golden Eagles, relying on his athleticism alone. McCollum would eventually benefit from a late growth spurt, gaining 5 inches by his second year and another 4 inches by his third year of high school. It proved enough to put him on the radar for college recruitment. In his very first game as a junior, McCollum came away with 54 points to set both school and Stark County records. Throughout his high school career, McCollum worked at refining his shooting stroke. The successful effort was reflected in the 29.3 points per game he averaged during his senior season. By graduation, McCollum had become the leading scorer in Golden Eagles history with 1,405 career points and was named the Gatorade Ohio Player of the Year for his final campaign, the 2008-2009 season. At the end of his high school career, he was listed as 91st on the ESPN Top 150. Moving on to CJ's college career. In his freshman year, CJ played at the private research school Lehigh University. He stayed there all four seasons. He's listed as a 6 foot 3 and 165 pound guard as a freshman in 2009-2010. He made an immediate impact for the Mountain Hawks as he played in 33 games, starting in 31 and averaged 19.1 points, 5 rebounds, while shooting 45.9% from the field. He was the leading freshman scorer in the nation, and the first player in Patriot League history to be named Conference Player and Rookie Player of the Year. Also, he was an Associated Press Honorable Mention All-American. McCollum led the Mountain Hawks to the 2010 NCAA Tournament, where he put up 26 points in the first round loss to a top-seeded Kansas team. As a sophomore more in 2010-2011, McCollum increased his averages to 21.8 points per game and 7.8 rebounds per outing. He played and started in 31 contests. This season, his shooting percentage dipped to 39.9% from the field, as did the record of Lehigh University. McCollum was edged out for Conference Player of the Year honors by Mike Muscala of the Bucknell Bisons, and CJ was named first team All-Conference. In CJ's junior year... In the 2011-2012 season, he earned Patriot League Player of the Year as well as his third sh- straight first team all-conference designation. In 2012, the Mountain Hawks beat the Duke Blue Devils 75-70 to in the school's first ever victory at the NCAA t- Division I tournament, during which McCullen posted a game-high 30 points. This marked only the sixth time in the history of the tournament that the Team seated 15th defeated the team seated 2nd. In this season, CJ also averaged 35 games played with 35 games started. He was playing 33 minutes a game. He was averaging 21.9 points per game with 6.5 rebounds, 3.5 assists, and 2.6 steals on 44% shooting. Over CJ's four collegiate years, he added 30 pounds of muscles to fill out his frame. Even though he was already considered virtually destined to be a top NBA draft pick by his third year, he decided to finish his final year of college instead of lean- leaving sooner for the NBA. On November 25, 2012, McCollum scored 26 points in a 91-71 win over Sacred Heart to pass... Rob Fester as the Patriot League's all-time leading scorer. On January 5th, 2013, McCollum broke his left foot in a game against Virginia Commonwealth University, ending his season early. He was a 2012-2013 Senior Class Award finalist, and CJ went on to graduate from Lehigh University with a Bachelor of Arts in Journalism. CJ did also, in that year, Average 23.9 points with 5 rebounds, 2.9 assists, 1.4 steals on 49.5% shooting. But he only played 12 games and started 11 in that season. Alright, so now we're going to jump over to CJ's NBA career, which definitely started off a little slow, but I'm going to tell you all about that. So, in his rookie season, which was the 2012-20, 13 season. McCollum was the first player to enter the NBA from Lehigh ever. He was picked with the 10th overall pick in the 2013 draft by the Portland Trail Blazers. He signed his rookie scale contract with the franchise on July 11th, and he proceeded to play for them in the NBA Summer League averaging 21 points and 4 rebounds per game. This draft was uh, a bit of a letdown in the top 9 picks, I guess, if CJ was 10th. Going first overall was the uh, beloved Anthony Bennett, Canadian, to Cleveland. Uh, second pick was Victor Oladipo. Third, Otto Porter Jr. Fourth, Cody Zeller. Fifth, Alex Len. The only notable one before CJ McCollum, I guess, the best one would be Contavious Caldwell-Pope. Besides the one besides Oladipo. But this was also a draft where Giannis went fifteenth. Uh, another notable name, uh, Mason Plumley, who I love, at twenty second, and then Rudy Gobert, twenty seventh. Besides that, uh, not not too much in that first round. So the rookie class for this season went in for an annual photo shoot, and they all took an NBA.com survey. According to which, McCollum was voted the Rookie of the Year with Old Depot for the season, just kind of who they thought would be Rookie of the Year. McCollum sat out the first six weeks of the regular season with that foot injury he got in his last uh, last season of uh, college there. On January 1st, 2014, he was assigned to the Idaho Stampede of the D League, which is now the G League. He was recalled by the Blazers on January 5th and made his NBA debut three days later. During which, he notched four points as a Blazer to beat the Magic 110 94. On February 8th, McCollum posted a season high 19 points and a 117 110 victory over the Minnesota Timberwolves. So, throughout his rookie season, CJ averaged 5.3 points, 1.3 boards, 0.7 0.7 assists. He was shooting 41.6%, and this is on 38 games played, 12.5 minutes per game. On October 27, 2014, Portland exercised their third-year team option to extend McCollum's rookie-scale contract through 2015-2016. For his sophomore season, he played 15.7 minutes per outing while averaging 6.8 points, 1.5 rebounds, and 1 assist across 62 games. During a first-round playoff loss to the Memphis Grizzlies, Game 5, McCollum scored a career-high of 33 points. Exercising their fourth-year team option on September 30, 2015, the Trailblazers extended McCollum's rookie-scale contract through the 2016-2017 season. With four of Portland's previous starters, LaMarcus Aldridge, Nicholas Batum, Wesley Matthews, and Robin Lopez having departed, only star point guard Damian Lillard remained. Thus, McCollum was elevated to a starting shooting guard to join Lillard in the backcourt for the 2015-16 campaign. As such, he saw his minutes increase to 34.8 per contests, and he started in all 80 games that he played that season. For the season, C.J. averaged 20.8 points, 3.2 rebounds, and 4.3 assists per game across 80 games. In the season opener on October 28th, McCollum posted a career-high 37 points, scoring 22 of which in the first quarter alone, which helped the Blazers defeat the New Orleans Pelicans 112-94. to After injury decommissioned Lillard in late December, McCollum filled in at the primary point guard position. On December 27th, McCollum put up 35 points to go go along with 11 rebounds and 9 assists during a 98-94 win over the Kings. No blazer have recorded numbers on par with McCollum's near triple-double in the last 29 years. McCollum was able to resume his starting shooting guard role on January 4th as Lillard was back on his feet returning from injury. On February 12th, he was named among the invites to All-Star Weekend 3-Point Contest. On April 5th, he posted his 8th 30-point game of the season during a 115-107 win over Sacramento. By the end of the regular season, he averaged 20.8 points per game while Lillard did 25.1 points making the first backcourt to average 20 or more points apiece in Blazers history. McCollum would subsequently earn NBA Most Improved Player honors for his breakout 2015-2016. McCollum helped the Blazers claim victory over the Los Angeles Clippers 4-2 in the first round of the playoffs. However, Portland was outstead in the second round matchup by the Golden State Warriors going down 4-1. Though it would come in a 125-121 loss that ended the Blazers' postseason run, McCollum recorded his third 27-point game of the playoffs during Game 5. On July 27, 2016, McCollum signed a four-year contract extension with Portland. McCullum would start in all 80 games that he played and averaged 23 points as well as 3.6 rebounds and just as many assists. In the season opener on October 25th, he put up 25 points to help defeat the Utah Jazz 113-104. Only four days later, he posted 23 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists, 3 steals, and a career-high 3 blocks as Portland beat the Denver Nuggets 115-113 in an overtime contest. During a 100-94 win over the Memphis Grizzlies on November 6th, He matched his early career high by racking up 37 points. On November 20th, McCollum scored 33 points and hit a career high six three pointers to defeat the Brooklyn Nets 129 109. On December 10th, he set a new career high of seven three pointers and made, sorry, seven three pointers made and finished with 34 points scored in a 118 111 loss to the Indiana Pacers. CJ set another career high for points scored with 43 on January 1st during a 95-89 win over the Timberwolves. In a game on January 13th, a 115-109 loss to the Magic, he posted 26 points to extend his streak of 25-plus points games to eight in a row, the third longest in Blazers history. On February 7th, McCollum scored 32 points, the last two of which were runner from the top of the lane, which clinched a 114-113 win over the Mavericks with 0.9 seconds left. In a 122-113 victory over Denver on March 28th, McCollum finished with with 39 points. The Blazers finished the regular season with a 41-41 record and entered the playoffs as an 8-seed. On April 16th, 2017, Portland lost 121-109 to the Warriors in Game 1 of the first-round series. Yet McCollum's 41 points during the game was his postseason career best and made him only the 8th Blazer with with a 40-point playoff performance. CJ missed the opener of the 2017-18 season due to a single-game suspension in he incurred when he left the bench area once during a preseason game. McCollum will play in 80 games and start in all of them while averaging 21.4 points, 4 rebounds, and 3.4 assists per night. In his season debut on October 20th, he put up 28 points on 12 of 18 shooting and led his team past the Pacers 114-96. He recorded as many as 36 points during a 98-97 loss to the Grizzlies on November 7th. On the 25th of that month, McCollum had 26 points and scored 7 straight in the final quarter as he helped Portland stage a 10-0 scoring run to overcome a 17-point deficit to the Wizards winning 108-105. On January 1st, to defeat the Chicago Bulls 124-120, CJ scored 25 of 32 points after halftime, including the game-clinching basket with 56.5 seconds left in overtime. During a game on January 31st, as Portland defeated the Bulls 124-108, McCollum scored franchise record 28 points in the first quarter alone and finished with a career-high 50 points in only three periods before heading to the bench for the fourth quarter. CJ joined Damian Lillard, Damon Stoudemire, Brandon Roy, Andre Miller, Clyde Drexler, and Jeff Petrie as as the only trailblazers to score 50 points or more. On March 28th, CJ had a 42-point effort, which came in a 108-103 loss to the Grizzlies. It seems like there's a bit of a trend when CJ scores a bunch of points. They they, they lose a lot. I wonder uh, if Dame just doesn't have good games on those games or if they ever kind of go off at the same time. It doesn't seem In Game 4 of the Trailblazers' first-round playoff series against the New Orleans Pelicans, McCollum scored 38 points in a 131-123 loss. The loss eliminated Portland from the playoffs, the last in a four-game sweep. Across 70 games in the 2018-19 season, McCollum started in all of them, averaging 21 points, four rebounds, and three assists for the season. On November 6, 2018, McCollum scored 40 points during a 118-103 win over the Milwaukee Bucks. On December 12th, he matched his season high with 40 points during a 92-83 loss to the Memphis Grizzlies. On December 23rd, in a game against the Warriors, McCollum moved past Damon Stoudemire into 5th on Blazers' career list for 3-pointers. Damon Stoudemire's record was 717. 17 3's hit, that is. On December 30th, he broke out of a six-game funk by hitting 13 of 18 shots in a 35-point performance as the Trail Blazers beat the 76ers 129-85 in a blowout. On January 22nd, McCollum scored 31 points and made seven three-pointers in a 123-114 loss to the Thunder, thus passing Nicholas Batum for fourth on the franchise all-time three-point list. Batum's record was at 751 three pointers hit. On January 26th, CJ recorded his first career triple double with 28 points, 10 assists, and 10 rebounds in a 120 111 win over the Hawks. On March 1st, he scored 35 points and matched a career best by making 7 three pointers in a 119 107 loss to the Raptors. McCollum missed 10 games over late March and early April with a left knee injury. In Game 3 of the Trailblazers' second-round playoff series against Denver Nuggets, McCollum matched his career playoff high with 41 points during a 140-137 win in quadruple overtime. That would have been a wild game to watch. In Game 6, he scored 30 points in a 119-108 win, helping the Blazers tie the series against the Nuggets at 3-3. In the deciding Game 7, he scored a game-high 37 points in a 100-96 win, including the game-sealing step-back jumper with 15 seconds remaining to help the Blazers advance to the Western Conference Finals for the first time since 2000. Portland went on to lose the Conference Finals in in a four-game sweep to the Warriors. On November 21, 2019, McCollum scored a then-season-high 37 points, along with six rebounds and 10 assists in a 137-129, again, loss to the Milwaukee Bucks. On February 23, 2020, he would surpass that season-high with 41 points, nine rebounds, and 12 assists, in a game that ended 107-104 in a victory to the Pistons. McCollum matched his season high on March 2nd, scoring 41 points in a 130-107 win over the Orlando Magic. On December 7th in 2021, McCollum was diagnosed with a pneumothorax, which is essentially a partially or fully collapsed lung. After this, he was ruled out indefinitely on January 17th, 2022, he made his return from the injury logging 16 points and a 9888 win over the Orlando Magic. I remember when this happened, everyone went, everyone was pretty concerned about the injury and uh, people weren't too sure if how long McCollum was going to be out and if he was going to be the same player when he came back as a if it was a fully collapsed lung, I don't remember what it was, but if it was a fully collapsed lung, it's uh, definitely makes a big difference in, in your breathing and your cardio and all that sort of thing. Shortly after McCollum returned to the lineup on February eighth, twenty 2022, Portland traded him, Larenage Jr., and Tony Snell to the New Orleans Pelicans for Josh Hart, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Thomas Sadoransky, Dede Luzada, a protected 2022 first-round pick, the better of New Orleans and Portland's twenty twenty six second round draft pick and New Orleans twenty twenty seven second round draft pick. Two days later, McCollum made his Pelicans debut, putting up fifteen points, seven rebounds, and five assists in a one twelve ninety seven loss to the Heat. On April thirteenth, during the NBA playing tournament, McCollum recorded. 32 points, 6 rebounds, and 7 assists, leading the Pelicans past the Spurs 113-103 and advancing New Orleans to the 8th seed game. So during this season, for Portland, in 36 games played and started, CJ averaged 20.5 points, 4.3 rebounds, and 4.5 assists on 35 minutes a game and 43% 43% shooting from the field, 38 from the three. With New Orleans that year, he played and started 26 games, averaged 24.3 points, 4.5 rebounds, and 5.8 assists, along with 1.3 steals. This is in 33, essentially 34 minutes a game, shooting 49% from the field and 39 from the three. So in those 26 games with the Pelicans, CJ played his best, best games average-wise that he has in his NBA career, where he averaged the most points per game, steal per game, assists per game, rebounds per game, and field goal percentage that he has in his entire career. On September 24th, 2022, McCollum agreed to a two-year, $64 million extension with the Pelicans. So this is the current season. So far... Uh, CJ is playing 35 minutes a game he's averaging 17.8 points 5.2 rebounds 6.1 assists and 1.5 steals so that is career high averages and rebounds assists and steals while it's it's on the lower end for points for him at 17.8 but that's kind of as to be expected being on uh, on the Pelicans as they have Zion and they have Valanciunas and Brandon Ingram and other guys that are going to score where on Portland it was kind of just him and him and Dame who who did all the scoring. It's also a bit of a a weird fit for him I find on the Pelicans just because they have him playing at the point guard position and he's definitely not your traditional point guard. I I consider him more of a shooting guard although he is putting up assists and stuff it's just it, it doesn't look natural for him and he looks like he should be the one kind of catching the ball, making a couple dri- making a couple dribbles to make a play rather than the one bringing it up and kind of running the offense. Now, I don't think the Pelicans is the absolute worst um, fit for CJ, but if I could pick like an ideal f- fit for him, I would send him to either Dallas to play alongside Luka to kind of be that secondary ball handler almost like he was in Portland. Or I would send him to Denver. They don't really have a a solid star shooting guard there. Jamal Murray brings the ball up, which I think would be good for CJ to not have to bring the ball up. And Jamal Murray is kind of similar to CJ in that way, where they could could almost take turns doing it as well, like both be secondary point guards kind of thing. But yeah, if I had to pick an ideal fit, I think number one would be Dallas, two would be Denver. So now I'm just going to rattle off some fun facts about CJ. He hosts a weekly podcast called Pull Up with CJ McCollum that is produced by candons 13. It is co-hosted by ESPN analyst Jordan Schultz. McCollum has a podcast studio in his home and brings portable recording equipment with him when he's out of town. Guests on the show have included Kevin Durant and Carmelo Anthony. In, the, in a March 2020 episode of the podcast, McCollum was recording when he received the news that the NBA was suspending the 2020 season due to the COVID-19 pandemic. On May 30th, 2022, McCollum signed a multi-platform deal with ESPN to be an NBA analyst. McCollum has been married to his college sweetheart, Elise Esp- Esposito, since October 27th, 2022, they have one son named Jacoby, who was born on January 10th, 2022. McCollum's older brother, Eric, is also a professional basketball player. Off the court, McCollum has taken a keen interest in journalism. As such, he has written articles concerning the NBA for, fa- for various media outlets. In one of his pieces, he interviewed the commissioner of the league, Adam Silver. McCollum is involved in his community as a radio personality and philanthropist. In 2016, he opened up the C.J. McCollum Dream Center, which is an innovative learning room at the Blazers Boys and Girls Club outfitted with new computers, books, art, and learning tools. The center aims to provide a safe and inspiring space for underserved youth to learn, explore, create, and grow. McCollum's also helped McCollum also helps foster local youth's interest in journalism through an incentive called CJ's Press Pass. It grants aspiring journalists access to post-game news, post news conferences, and provides them the opportunity to attend events with McCollum, to receive personalized mentorship from members of the media, and to have their work published. CJ is also a wine enthusiast. During the 20, the NBA coronavirus bubble he brought 84 bottles in with him and kept his hotel room at a temperature of 16 degrees fahrenheit or 16 degrees celsius or below it to protect the wine he has his own label McCullum, mccullum heritage 91 named after the street he grew up on and his birth year so you know him and dame were getting lit in the bubble Now I'm going to move on to the final segment, the present-day play. So at this point in his career, I would rate McCollum a 9.6 out of 10 on the CJ scale. Although he's not scoring as many points as he did in uh, Portland, he still has a couple of pop-off games here and there where he'll drop like mid-30s. He's also averaging career highs in assists, rebounds, steals, and field goal percentage while kind of taking on that uh, primary point guard role. Like I said before, I don't think it's a great fit for him, but I guess he's kind of proven me wrong with the stats besides the points. Um, I think he's probably at about the peak of his career, if not like just, just past it, he's 31 years old. So if in the next couple of years, he'll start to decline physically, cardio wise, durability, I'm sure as a, uh, as he nears 35 things will start to slow down that's what you usually assume but there's obviously outliers like you know lebron but uh, yeah that's that's what i'd rate cj on on his own scale i think for his future he's going to going to continue to average definitely over 15 points per game i mean man's is a bucket if he stays in that primary point guard role his assist numbers I mean, six assists per game for him is pretty good right now. I would expect it to stay around there, if not go a little bit higher if his scoring decreases. Rebounds, probably he's at five, five point two per game right now. That could, I'd say, stay the same. It seems a little on the high side for him, as he's only a 6'3 guard, so he's not very tall. But five assists right now for him is great. Or sorry, rebounds. 1.5 1.5 steals also seems a little a little high for him just because he's not like uber athletic. He's not not athletic, but you don't see him going up there and throwing tomahawk dunks down and stuff. So, although I don't know, maybe he's quicker than I think. I, I don't watch a whole lot of uh, CJ when I'm watching the Pelicans. I'm always, my eyes are kind of focused on Zion because he's playing crazy right now. Maybe he'll be in a future episode, but. Yeah, I think uh, CJ right now, a 9.6 is is a good good out of 10 for him cuz he's he's right there. He's he's in his prime, maybe at the peak, maybe a little past it. All right. Well, that's it for me for this episode of Baller Bios podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Leave us a rating and review if you like the like the show. Let us know how we're doing. If you want a specific player to be covered, just send me an email at ballerbiospodcast at gmail.com and give us a follow on TikTok at the same ballerbiospodcast. Um, we put out videos, uh, just highlights and uh, kind of highlights of the players we're doing. So give us a follow on there and you'll know, you'll know who's coming up. All right. Well, like I said, that's it for me. Have a good one. I'm out. Peace.